Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoy it. If you're enjoying Pirate Living Podcasts and all the content we bring to you each week, you can support us and buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash pirate living. Other ways you can show your support as well, subscribe and follow Pirate Living Podcast, rate and review our show, and share this podcast with your friends. You can find us on Instagram at Pirate Living Podcast to keep up with the latest episodes, awesome guests, and bonus clips. Pop in and say hi. We love chatting with fellow pirates. You can also reach out to us uh, to learn more about our individual and group coaching programs. And as usual, keep creating good trouble. And now on to today's episode. Welcome to Pirate Living Podcast, where we highlight ordinary people living extraordinary lives. These are pirates who take small, bold actions daily to create social change. Pirate life is all about rebelling and breaking the rules for good. Creating lasting social change starts by first breaking our inner rules. After all, the hardest rules to break are your own. The pirates we highlight have dedicated themselves to creating good trouble. You get to start or I get to start? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's funny is I like closed uh, my stuff and I'm like, cool. I'm just going to listen to Chris talk about pirates. I can put in the intro. Uh, I think that's what I've done the other times. For okay. <laughs> you, I think usually we start for the other, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we should just start it like this. I think uh-huh. this, that, that was a great start. Um, welcome to Pirate Living Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking with our co-host, Kristen, uh, who is going to be talking about, we're going to talk about her next favorite pirate. Um, and doing another pirate deep dive because those are fun and we're enjoying Mm -hmm. them and we hope you're enjoying them and uh, yeah you can see we're so on the ball but uh, (laughs) (laughs) I know that Kristen is on the ball with uh, with with her pirate story that she's going to tell us today and you know we've been having fun um having Google create a poem for us, for our guests, but we had one of our guests write a poem for us about pirate living. And so Anna Rossiter, who we had on a little while back, um, who likes to share her stories and poem, um, as a thank you, sent us a little poem about what pirate living means to her. So would you... Yes. And she even put it on a little like ah. uh, poster, which I asked her if we can share. I haven't put it on our social media yet, but I, I will. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so this is her poem. What does pirate living mean to me? Being brave enough to live with authenticity based on the universal laws, unchangeable despite man's many flaws. You see life as a self-fulfilling prophecy. What you get is what you believe. If you do unto others as you want done unto you, you will be soon surrounded with a loyal pirate crew. If you give more than you take, you help shape the world to be a better place. Your thoughts are yours. When they dip, lift them up. Be grateful each day that you have a cup. Keep your thoughts abundant and your life will follow suit. Vibrate with the frequency of love and truth. 
To be happy and balanced despite the strife is the essence of living a pirate life. Amazing. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And that one's actually like it has rhyme on like, the Google poems. <laughs> that is way better. See, Google, there's no way like AI is going to replace actual artists. <laughs> no, especially Google AI because yeah. it has no rhyme or rhythm. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was amazing. Thank you, Anna. Mm hmm. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, and I'll put it up on the social medias too because she made she put in like little artwork and stuff too. Yeah, so. I love that. Hey, anybody else wants to make like pirate art for us? We're here for it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we'll share your your creativity on the on the socials for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah. Well. Are you ready to hear? <laughs> so yeah, share your art. <laughs> and are you ready to hear about this week's pirates? Or is there anything else we need to discuss first? No, I'm excited. Okay. So this week or this month, I guess, since we're doing it monthly, <laughs> um, this is we're we're gonna talk about not just one, but two pirate queens because it's tricky to talk about Anne Bonnie without also mentioning Mary Reed. Mm-hmm. So these two women went down in pirating history as some of the deadliest pirates. So I'm excited for this one. I was so yeah. excited when you told me that you were gonna do these these two. Yeah. And it's it's been interesting learning about them because they're like I, I found a bunch of different YouTube videos that I was watching on it. And there are some things that line up like Mary's story is pretty much the same, but Anne's story may change here and there. Um, but and then I forgot what I was going to say. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it was interesting listening to them. Oh, and I also um, found a song about Anne Bonny, like a, a oh, pirate you bird. shared that. Yeah. And that I was it, amazing. Uh-huh. I put it on our, our pirate radio. So. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. So the, um, that will that's there as well. So we have a collaborative pirate radio. If anybody d- listening hasn't heard of it, it's in our on, on Instagram. There's a link to it. So, yeah, it's on Spotify, right? Yes. Yeah. So can find that and listen to the song of Anne Bonnie. <laughs> yeah, so, it was so good. I'm so glad you sent me that. Yeah, that was really good. Like a really good dirge. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you say that word, right? <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I say it so often in my normal uh-huh. day-to-day life. So I'm pretty certain that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> so, yeah. So we're going to start with Anne Bonnie. Um, and she was born around 1700 in Ireland. Like she's another one of these that we don't have exact dates on. Um, mm-hmm. and some information is there. Um, and some of its rumors uh, that have come about. So going with the best information that we can. <laughs> mm-hmm. So most of the information that is known about Anne comes from Captain Charles Johnson's book written in 1724 called The General History of Pirates. And you may or may not remember, but this is the same book that told the tales of Blackbeard. So this is where a lot of that, um, the tall tales of Blackbeard came from was this book. So again, the tales of Anne Bonny, most of what we know about her are coming from this book. So that's why there tends to be a lot less 
factual information mm. and a lot more things that are like, this may have happened. It may not. And it's still a really great story. So <laughs> Anne was um, her story starts with her father, William Cormack. He had an affair with one of his household servants named Mary Brennan while William's wife was away ill. So wife's gone. He's in the house alone and gets Mary Brennan pregnant and just couldn't help himself. Couldn't help himself. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets pregnant and she gives birth to Anne. And once William's wife gets better, um, there was once there were a few stories. I thought at first William's wife had died, but no, she she didn't die. She was ill. She got better. And um, once she got better, William moved to London. I guess he wanted space from her. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm leaving. Oh. I'm going to go to London. And he took um, he took Anne and her mother, Mary, along with him. And so his wife and her family were giving William an allowance um, while he was gone. So he in Wait, order his wife's family. Mm -hmm. So his wife's money is giving him money. He goes off to London. Um, I think he said he wanted to learn about law, but yeah, he, he takes off and he, in order to continue getting money from his wife and her family, he hides Anne's identity um, and he dresses her up as a boy and calls her Andy. And then he says that Andy was, is his lawyer's clerk. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, he, so I don't know what Anne was doing before this because she couldn't have been a baby at this point in time. So yeah, somehow so he, he, they were already there. Or he took them with them. He took them with when he moves. So he moves off to London, takes Anne and her mother along. But the wife, I don't know how long she was ill. I don't even know, like, if she knew about Mary and Anne. But yeah. Like when he moved away to London, he took um, Mary and Anne with him. So Aunt Mary is Anne's mom in this case. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so he's getting money from his wife. But in order to do this, he's trying to hide that he's taken his um, mistress and illegitimate child along with him. So he okay. so we have Andy. We have Andy. Yeah. And Andy is his his clerk lawyer's clerk and well the wife finds out that oh. <laughs> andy is actually the illegitimate daughter Anne, mm -hmm. it being disguised as a boy so she gets mad and stops sending him money mm. cuts him off mm -hmm. so um after he's cut off from his wife's money he decides to take Mary and Anne, move them from London and go over to the province of Carolina in North America. Nice. So now they're moving again across, across the ocean. So William, um, he goes over, he starts learning about law, um, wasn't so successful there, eventually starts to get to know some merchants and becomes a profitable businessman and owns a ends up owning a plantation outside of town so he ends up becoming a respectable wealthy man over in america mm -hmm. and at the age of 12 Anne's mother died so now it's her and william mm. and 
there are rumors surrounding Anne and her childhood that say she had a, a fiery temper and <laughs> she, she stabbed a servant girl who upset her. Oh. Um, who knows what the servant girl said? Maybe she was, she's, Maybe it was after her mom died. She said something about her mom. Maybe she just did something mm. and didn't like. But uh, yeah, so one rumor says she had a fiery temper and stir- stabbed a servant girl. And then there's another rumor that she put a young man in the hospital for several weeks after he tried to sexually assault her. So, well, that one I'm okay with. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that one's like, go on. Good yeah. job. Way to yeah. defend yourself. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so we start getting um a picture of this this um woman growing woman who has you know she's standing up for herself the one is seems a little homicidal but the other one is definitely <laughs> like yeah. good job <laughs> but so despite her temper Anne was considered a real catch and the marrying type so her father wanted to make a respectable woman out of her mm-hmm. Um, so he's trying to marry her off to wealthy men and Anne becomes wooed by penniless sailor John James Bonney, who had aspirations of being a pirate. So he and Anne get married and William, who wanted to marry his daughter off to someone wealthy, was like, Mm-mm, I'm cutting you off. You're disowned. You're not part of this family anymore. And be be gone with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Anne and James um and by the way James is penniless so there's probably a chance as well that he was like hey I could make some money um marrying this wealthy yeah Anne and which kind of sounds like what her dad did yeah does. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe it was like her dad was like you know takes one to no one here yeah (laughs) like uh uh-uh I did that (laughs) I see you James yeah I've played your game yeah so yeah he cut he cuts off and um and she and James end up going off on their small time pirate adventures and that eventually end up in NASA Mm -hmm. which if you recall from when I talked about Blackbeard NASA was the hub for pirates to hang out and have a good time and so James and Anne are hanging out on this island, you know, still very small time pirates haven't really been making any money. Mm-hmm. And in 1718, James is wanting to make some money because he was having a hard time supporting himself and Anne. So he ends up becoming a pirate informant for the governor. Mm-hmm. And his his information ends up getting some pirates arrested. And Anne not a fan of this. So she eventually leaves James to join up with Calico Jack Rackman, which he was another one that wasn't with Blackbeard. He was hanging out with Blackbeard, partying with him over on the island right before he got (laughs) caught. Blackbeard got got caught in his Uh final final battle. But um, yeah, before before Anne willingly took off with Calico Jack, um, she... She and Jack were bonding romantically, and Calico Jack tried to pay James money to divorce Anne. It was called divorce by purchase. So he tried to say, here, let me give you some money so I can have your wife. And James was like, no, um, maybe he really liked Anne, but he was like, no. So wait, divorce by purchase is Mm -hmm. a thing? 
So I guess so. So he was basically saying like, here, take this money so I can take your wife. Yeah, I'll buy your <laughs> wife off. I'll buy yeah. your wife off with you. Buy but I'm wondering if he was struggling to pay the bills why he wouldn't take it. Yeah, well, maybe he actually was in love with Anne, but uh, yeah, I, mean, I, guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, so he refused. And then Anne is like, later on, she's like, see you later. I'm going off with Calico Jack. So I do wonder Should if he'd taken the money. His choice. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, she left you anyways. She did for the person that was offering to give him some yeah. money. <laughs> Folks, if someone wants to buy your partner, mm. the moral of the story is just let them. <laughs> just let them. Just let them. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, there. Once Anne joins Calico Jack's crew, there's rumors that Anne hid her identity on the ship. Be- and I don't know necessarily that I believe that, but the rumor was that women were considered bad luck. So she hid her identity, um, dressed up as a man so that they wouldn't know that there was a woman on the ship. But it the reason why I don't believe it is because in Sam Conniff's book, Be More Pirate, he was talk he talks about how pirate ships were very diverse and that they welcomed women, children, and slaves to work with them. So yeah, but what in either way. The tales go that only Calico Jack knew Anne was a man until she couldn't hide anymore because she was pregnant with his mm. child. <laughs> so, you know, kind of hard yep. to hide that. I, yeah, that baby bump. <laughs> yeah. It's a big beer belly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, I've just been drinking a lot of rum lately. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so they end up... Um, the crew ends up dropping her off in Cuba to have the baby. And then after she delivers a child, they pick her back up. And if you were wondering what happens with a child, mm-hmm. I really don't know. There's no, like there, there's no record of what happened. So I like to imagine that either she had the child sent to live with her father, or there was even, um, the idea that Calico Jack may have had family in Cuba that met, would have raised the child she could have just abandoned her child in cuba for for all i know though so interesting i i don't know the baby did not come with her on the ship so the baby's in cuba she hops back on the ship so hmm. uh, i don't know yeah, yeah i never knew that yeah so then um Anne gets back on the ship and when she gets back on the ship there's a new crew member mary reed hmm. So we'll pause and go back mm-hmm. to, for, for Mary's beginning. So Mary, her story is somewhat similar to Anne's. She was born in 1685. So Mary, we actually have facts on. <laughs> Not <laughs> as much rumor, but facts. Um, her mother had a son with a sailor, and the sailor ended up disappearing at sea. And I heard a couple different stories that the sailor was Mary's father, and he disappeared after mom became pregnant with her. But there, I also heard that um, this, the sailor, that Maria had a different father than um, mm-hmm. the, the, that her brother, than her brother's dad. But either way, grandmother, um, so Mary's mom's mom supported Mary's mother by sending her money after her husband died. And so... Then she becomes, she's pregnant. Um, I went with the the idea of 
she got pregnant by somebody else's uh by somebody else so soon after she became pregnant by another man she and she needed to hide this pregnancy so she went to the country to live with some friends and after she arrived her infant son mary's brother died Mm -hmm. and then she gave birth to mary oh so so in order to keep receiving money from the grandmother Mary's mom dresses Mary up as her brother who died and raised her as this dead son. So grandma do, does isn't any the wiser. Do we know like how he died? Um, it was a sickness. I don't know if it, yeah, if it was like a fever. A lot of times they say fever, mm-hmm. like they died of fever. So I don't know um, what sickness, but yeah, yeah, he got sick and he died. And, um, since especially if mary is an illegitimate child um it would make sense hiding that the son died yeah but also if mary wasn't illegitimate apparently grandma would have only kept paying money if the son was alive either way um mom's like grandma can't know that the son died because other will get cut off so she ends up yeah raising mary as her dead brother are we sure though that it was then it was her mom sending the money um because it would make what? sense if it was like the sailor True. guy's mom i don't know it just uh i assume i guess i assumed it was mom's mom but maybe it was grandma of I thought it said uh, her mom was getting money for her mother. I, I don't remember now. <laughs> the question. I was trying sorry, to write sorry. It I, won't, <laughs> I won't ask any more hard hitting no, no, questions. It was a good one. And now that you say that, I'm curious. Because, and I was trying to like make sure it was clear as instead of me just saying the mom of so and so. Because it would make sense. Like, if, like, okay, my mom, if mm-hmm. I had a baby, and I was married, and then the husband died. Um, I'm sure my parents would help support me. But if and if I had another baby, I don't know that they like. It, it would be weird that they would like be like that one doesn't count. And I'm not sending, sending yeah. any money, right? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. yeah. So maybe it was the the sailor dad, that grandma, because yeah when you think about it too, the son's the heir to that family. Yeah. So, but I, I don't know, like if this was a, they didn't even mention who the dad was though. So maybe Mary's mm. mom had money and this was like the first, the, her, the son is her first child. So he would oh. be the heir to that money. I don't know. Maybe. That, um, yeah. yeah. But either way, either way, fooling grandma. Yeah. <laughs> and she was fooled until the day that she died. So Mary oh. is brought up as a boy and um grandma ends up dying around the age that mary oh in mary's teens so she's around 13 and now that they don't have money coming from grandma though anymore she also needs to find a way to make some money so she dressed Mm. as a boy and um she ends up setting foot on her first ship at the age of 13 as what was called a foot boy, which I did not look up what a foot boy was. (laughs) (laughs) 
but that's what her first job was. And then she ends up later joining the military where she, wow. eventually, yeah. And she, she's joining the military still dressed as a man. Um, yeah. So, and there she eventually meets her husband. Um, so since she's disguised as a man, I'm also curious about how all this unfolded because mm-hmm. like she at least we're assuming that they think she's a man and she has been raised her whole life to pretend she's a boy. So I'm guessing she's pretty good at concealing her identity. Yeah. But yeah. So how, how this on this whole romance unfold and then after it unfolds too, like what do all the people that yeah, she's fighting get with, married. Like, yeah. <laughs> what are their thoughts? Like, uh, are they, cause at this time, it's not legal for two men to marry anyway. So yeah. like, are they thinking we fought with this person that was a woman, their minds are blown? Um, or are they like, what, what's going on with these two men? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, they must have known. I mean, if they're like legally married, they must have known them at some point that she was a woman. Yeah. It seems like it'd be very confusing at some point. Yeah. I guess, uh, I mean, I guess part of it was, so after they're married, does she keep being in the military? So after she's married, um, her husband died only a few months after. They weren't married for very long. So she wasn't in the military once they got married, but because the, he died and their marriage, I, I think it was less than a year that they were married before he died. So she ends up um, joining, rejoining the military. And at this point in time, so she, I believe she started off in England with the military, but ended up eventually over in the Netherlands um, fighting for their military when she met her husband. Um, So she rejoins the Dutch military after his death, which again, questions like at this point in time, is she joining as a woman or is she disguising? I'm guessing she disguised herself again as a man because of what comes after. But yeah, she rejoins the military. And at this point in time, there's peace in the Netherlands. So there's not much room for Mary to advance. Um, so she joined, ends up joining a ship with the military that was sailing to the Caribbean. And this ship eventually was captured by Calico Jack and Mary put up very little fight and willingly joined his crew. It's like, Oh no, (laughs) it's being taken over. You want me to... (laughs) <laughs> join your crew or die i'll join your crew well, you put it that way <laughs> so yeah this this catches us brings us back up to speed joins us with Anne. so from here on out the stories of man man that's what she they should be called <laughs> mary and Anne um are very intertwined which i was just thinking it'd be funny if mary's mom's name was Anne, since Anne's mom's name was mary and then oh, yeah. it'd be even more confusing <laughs> so yeah so mary is now on board the ship disguised as a man which oh, she so mad. Yeah, yeah. So when oh. the when she was on the sh- the military ship that was going to the Caribbean, she, then it is known she was dressed as a man. Um, okay. 
so she takes she gets on the ship and they're like yep you can come join us um and so yeah she's still she's disguised as the man at that point in time so when she is taken onto calico jack's ship like she's disguised as man and so with her um at least for a little while they don't know that mary is a woman so okay. that one's a do they know what name she went under Mm-mm. I, there wasn't written anywhere mm-hmm. in any like it wasn't in any of the videos or i watched or anything that i read what name she went by instead of mary yeah but yeah so she's on calico jack's ship she's dressed as a man um and since she'd pretended to be a man most of her life this was natural to her and then when Anne gets on the ship, she and Mary quickly become close. And there's rumors that Anne and Mary were lovers. Um, there's also rumor or p- one of the things that kept popping up in the story is that how Mary, how they think Anne found out that um, Mary was a man was that she was feeling attracted to Mary. It was like, hey, new guy on the ship, I'm feeling attracted to you. And Mary's like, whoa, whoa, I'm a woman. <laughs> and that that's the idea mm. of how Anne found out. But I like to think it was Anne's like, hmm, you're not a man. Like, I'm <laughs> a woman and I can see that you are not a man. Yeah. <laughs> like, you might have these men fooled, but yeah. Um, and be really nice to talk to another woman so hey (laughs) yeah um yeah so it it seems most likely that the two of them bonded over being women on a ship full of men Mm -hmm. and were just really tight friends then that there was a romantic connection it's the romantic connection seems more like um it was guys being like hey there's two women on the ship that were both dressed as men (laughs) but either way well i mean even if they were romantically involved it doesn't matter but yeah um, in my head they are yeah so. yeah <laughs> i like to think that these two cross-dressing women found each other on a pirate ship and had and had love mm-hmm. <laughs> found love in their life they had, fair enough like because it yeah. is just a ship of men too and they're probably like hey right <laughs> What are the odds that both of them ended up on the same ship? Right. It's fate. Exactly. So, yeah, whether or not they were, were actually romantically involved, um, Calico Jack did, did at one point in time become jealous of Anne's relationship with Mary. And this is when Anne revealed to him that Mary was a woman. Like, hey, mm-hmm. hey, honey. Like, calm <laughs> you your tip. Yeah. You don't need to worry. Um he, Anne's actually, or not Anne, Mary's actually a woman, not yeah. a man. So, so that is um, when it was revealed that, oh, we've got another woman on the ship. So mm-hmm. now, yeah, these two, the stories go on to talk about how Anne and Mary were ruthless in battle and they, they each carried a pistol and machete. And then there was a woman that was captured she was like they they had a pistol and a machete and they curse a lot and they were demanding that the pirates kill her um the woman that was on the ship and the ship that they captured so they also talked about um i've i saw a few times where it said they were burying their chests so i don't know yeah. what that means like 
they were going like fully shirtless and like, Hey, here's a distraction, like boobs, <laughs> or boobs. it just <laughs> meant that, um, they like, they were showing cleavage. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure when we use older terminology, I don't know mm-hmm. exactly what it means. So they could have been going around like bare chested as well t- as part of a distraction in war. Like, ha we've distracted you by <laughs> using our feminine <laughs> body parts. Not <laughs> <laughs> just our wiles. We're using right. <laughs> all of the feminine parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair. So yeah, they probably worked. <laughs> it probably did. <laughs> uh, the Netflix pirate documentary, it talked about one distraction that pirates would use would be to be fully naked going into battle in order to distract so i bet like women having their boobs out would also be a that would be very distraction but also like can you imagine going into battle and like you got a pirate ship full of like naked dudes (laughs) you're like what the fuck is yeah what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) why are you coming at me naked (laughs) put it away yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah no (laughs) so yeah these these two are fighting it sounds like whenever there was a a fight too like they're they're side by side and they're they're on equal ground with the men um and there there's not a, a ton though on their on the battles other than their last one, which was on November 15, 1720. And so before this, Calico Jack and his crew are mostly all drunk from partying. Does that sound like a familiar Caribbean pirate theme? Yeah. (laughs) It's, they don't know it's their last night, but before their last night of being pirates, they're drunk from partying too much (laughs) they have hangovers um but unlike the crew um blackbeard's crew like these guys are not waking up from their hangovers they're just like oh i'm too drunk um but yeah they had been celebrating because they managed to capture a spanish commercial ship and so they're like woohoo party we're gonna drink um and then, so that night, Anne and Mary are out on the deck of the boat when they see Captain Jonathan Barnett's ship approaching. And I like to think that they're chatting about their badass roles in the capture of the Spanish ship while also rolling their eyes at their sleeping drunk um, men, crewmates. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it, either way, like they're hanging out and they see a ship coming. And Barnett orders the crew to surrender the like the, but they refuse and yeah. I, I imagine or at least I like to imagine I want to imagine that it's Anne and Mary that were like no no <laughs> we, we will not surrender to you there will be no surrendering today. no surrendering today like I think I read or saw somewhere that they the women were not drunk they were not, um, yeah. as, mm. or maybe they had some to drink because Anne was also Irish, so maybe she could hold her liquor. That's but true. they but were not. They weren't as drunk, drunk as the men. Yeah, <laughs> they, they were not. I'm incapacitated. Deck, incapacitated. <laughs> yeah, they're so, like we're not surrendering our ship, and they shot at Barnett's Barnett's ship, and so the fight. There was a fight that followed, but it was short lived because. 
most of the pirates were too drunk to fight and it was mostly just Anne and Mary that were there doing all the fighting. Typical. Yes. (laughs) We've got the two women here trying to keep their ship and fight off the um, people that are trying to take them in. And it's even said that Anne was so frustrated that she shot down into the hold um, and yelled at the drunken pirates to come up and fight. And yeah, so she might, um, it was, it was on a, at least one of the videos that I watched. So I don't remember if they said that she killed one pirate when she shot down into the hold or if she just shot down and she scared them, but yeah, she might've killed somebody as well. (laughs) And she was like, can you come out and fight, save our, help us save our ship. So because they weren't being supported in this battle, Barnett was eventually able to capture the ship. Mm-hmm. And all the pirates were swiftly hanged except for Anne and Mar- Mary. And this is the reasoning that came up everywhere was because they claimed they were pregnant. Um which also there was, it was something I should have written down the other term. It was like, it wasn't an affliction of the belly, but it was something of the belly for <laughs> the terms that they use. Yeah, no, that is an affliction. It is. so, <laughs> And it's funny because it, everything said they claim to be pregnant. So the question there, there is like, they're claiming this. It's eventually going to be found out if they're pregnant or not, right? You can only but claim I guess it that, for so Yeah, long. that at least buys them some time. Mm-hmm. So turns but, out yeah. they were both actually pregnant. So, oh, so, so they okay. didn't just claim it. <laughs> yeah. So do we know who the father from Mary is? No. Yeah, and we can assume it was Calico Jack for Anne, but it doesn't say... They, who got Mary pregnant because so we know it wasn't shit. um yeah yeah unless they were having three ways because maybe Calico Jack was like hey I really like this who knows yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah it didn't yeah because it wasn't Anne Bonnie that got Mary Reed pregnant no no <laughs> it wasn't her <laughs> so yeah so Mary's story um Eventually, it, she dies from a fever while in prison, and it's likely complications from pregnancy. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, everybody all in the pirate crew, all the men were hanged, and then Mary ends up dying while still in prison. But Anne's ending is more open-ended. So what, like, the last thing that's um, recorded is Anne... Before, um, so it said that before Calico Jack was hanged, Anne was allowed to visit him. Mm-hmm. And she said to him, had you fought like a man, you need not have been hanged like a dog. Mm-hmm. And so they, pretty much she's still mad at him for <laughs> not fighting <laughs> and helping protect their ship from this. So Yeah, well, I mean, they they're, she's gotten caught too, right? Like- yeah, that too. It's like... Here I was trying to protect us all. You didn't even fight. Like, had you come yeah. out and fought like a man, we wouldn't have been here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. After that, um, for all we know, Anne disappeared into the clouds. But um, there aren't records after that point. So some be- like to believe 
that since her dad was well known, he offered to take responsibility for her and her child and that she went to go live on the plantation, which is most likely like it seems like the most likely thing that happened was like, hey, Mm -hmm. you know me. I'm well standing among here. This is my daughter. I did disown her a while ago, but still, this is my daughter. Yeah. Like I will take her and I will like make sure she doesn't keep pirating. But yeah, that seems most likely um, yeah. what happened. But there's others that like to think that she settled down, remarried, had eight more children and died at the age of 88. That's very um, specific. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Uh But this one, um, this one's one of my favorite. Others like to think that Anne herself was Captain Charles Johnson, who wrote the general history of the pirates. So she may. Captain Charles Johnson? Yeah, I'm looking up immediately. Um, Nobody actually knows who Captain Charles Johnson is. Another um, name that comes along with it is the last name's the foe. I don't remember the first name, but um, they don't actually know. So Captain Charles Johnson was like a pen name for who wrote the book. Yeah. So it's a, uh, it could be anybody. And so some people like to think it was Anne who wrote the story. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Either way, like that story had a lot of tall tales um, within it, but yeah, that's where I'm wonder if part of it is too is, that's where a lot of Anne's like what's written about her is told. Yeah. Oh yeah. Another one that I saw that people think Anne may have gone back to over to Ireland or maybe even England, but either way back to the UK mm-hmm. and opened up a pub and was regaling people with her um, stories of her pirating days, which then the Anne Bonnie song would be a great song to be singing in her pub. <laughs> Absolutely. I like that ending because that, that goes along with, um, you know, my pirate queen that, that retired and opened a gambling house. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, you did. Yeah. Like, I like to think of them as still out there, you know, entrepreneuring and mm-hmm. being bad bitches. Yeah. Generally. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so whatever happened to her, she and both Mary made up names for themselves as fierce female pirates who were equals with the men on their ship. So, mm. yeah, they, they, they went out there and they were badasses i love that Mm -hmm. yeah in my mind that's totally a queer sapphic love story as well yeah like yeah they were in love (laughs) it just makes me feel better yeah (laughs) (laughs) i love it (laughs) yeah well it's funny too to me that like since mary had disguised herself her whole life like you think about she she's putting on the most masculine um, front that she can because this is how she's been raised her whole life. And um, yeah, so no one's the wives are like this, this is actually a female here. And so then Jack's like, man, (laughs) like, what are you doing? Like jealous of the time that she and Mary. So yeah, whether or not there was a romance there, I I almost like the fact that it was more a friendship of them just like sitting around talking and bonding yeah. together because then Calico Jack's coming in like, Anne, what do you think you're doing? Like cheating on me with this yeah. new person? And then she's like, oh, this is my best friend. <laughs> like, this is another female. Um, you yeah. just, she tricked you. 
<laughs> yeah. So either way, though, it's still it's it's a great story. And yeah, yeah, they two yeah two women fighting together, especially at the end. <laughs> like we've got this. We're we're gonna protect our ship. And sadly, yeah. the men did not fight with them. <laughs> That sucks. Always getting let down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at least it wasn't a bloody ending like Blackbeard's where he was like, I'm t- taking the, like, even though they're drunk, we're going to fight. And then just almost the whole entire crew gets slaughtered, except for, I think it was 16, 16, yeah. 18 men that were still alive. So, mm-hmm. Wow. That was a yeah. good, uh, that was a good one. Yeah. Two. That was a good two. That was for good one. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. Well, and so I was just, it was interesting doing the research on it because like I said, there were things that were coming up while doing the research that mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if I believe this, like talking about how women were considered bad luck on pirate ships because mm-hmm. from what, what's written in how, um, in be more pirate is that the pirates would, if they captured a ship, they'd, take on like hey women yeah. children slaves if you want to come join our crew, crew like yeah. come join us so i don't know why the story of women being considered bad luck was something that was coming up often when i was doing the research mm. or maybe that- like there's maybe it was like women could be on the ship but actually being part of the crew maybe yeah. that maybe there's a distinction there maybe yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. She Kitty. Yeah. <laughs> Kitty says Kitty says the session is over. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Yep. She's, she's a very vocal young lady. Or I should say old lady. <laughs> and I hope you all heard that. I'm sure. <laughs> it got caught in your mic. <laughs> amazing well thank you so much for that and uh yeah i better pick a new pirate Mm. i have a couple in my mind that i'm like curious about so yeah um i gotta settle on wanting and get researching did you see the um well i sent it without context but you do get the see the link that um of the 10 notorious Yes. Notorious. Yes. I figured out the one female that I was trying to remember who had started piracy later in life and actually already had money. Um, Grace O'Malley. Mm. And then there's one at the very end. That's a, a princess that I don't know if it's a real tale, but it was about like this. I think she was a Swedish princess that ended up becoming a pirate. So there's a few stories in there of women pirates that I'm like, yeah, have some, some again too. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. I think there was someone on there that I had seen that I hadn't even considered as pirate. Um, mm. And so I was thinking about doing that one. So we'll leave it at yeah. that. We'll oh, give it away. I'm who, curious. Who it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll do this again in uh, next month. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I need to remember how to end these things. Just like we need to figure out how to begin these things. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Until next time, I will stop recording. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Pirate Living Podcast. 
We really enjoyed our conversation with today's guests and hope you enjoyed it too. If you are enjoying Pirate Living Podcast and all the content we bring to you each week, one way you can support us is to buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash pirate living. Other ways you can show your support as well, subscribe and follow Pirate Living Podcast, rate and review our show, and share this podcast with your friends. You can find us on Instagram at Pirate Living Podcast to keep up with the latest episodes, awesome guests, and bonus clips. Pop in and say hi. We love chatting with fellow pirates. You can also reach out to us uh, to learn more about our individual and group coaching programs. Ask her on about her online nutrition programs and in-person programs she's creating for teens. For the little pirates in your life, check out my, Kristen's, Abracadabra books and my wins journal on Amazon. And check out Language Ninjas on Instagram. You can also check out our pirate merch at our online pirate shop or on TeePublic. The links to these are in the show notes, so check there. And as usual, keep creating good trouble.